ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Just a little change. Small to say the least. Both a little scared. Neither one prepared. Beauty and the beast. It's a tale as old as time and one that's enchanted audiences for decades. Now, Disney's Beauty and the Beast has been brought to life on stage in Brisbane's Lyric Theatre before it makes its way to Her Majesty's Theatre in Melbourne in June. Matt West has been involved in the world of Walt Disney since he was, get this, 14. And I spoke to the director and choreographer about how he has reinvented the wheel for this production. Matt, good morning. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? I'm excited to have you in the studio. Is taking on the direction and choreography of Beauty and the Beast a role of a lifetime for you? Well, I would say it is. You know, I I think with any job you take on as director and choreographer, you have to be a little bit insane uh, to begin with. But my history with Disney goes way back to when I was a kid, really. I started working for Disney as a performer when I was 13 years old. And so in doing that, I, I learned a lot about the company and how the company operated and how they treated their characters at that time. And then I went away from the company for a long time. And coming back and directing for them, I think I'm able to bring that Disney spark to the project, which which uh, uh, is, is lear- the, that I learned uh, way back then. So um, it has been a role for me of a lifetime. You could say that, yes. I want to know about 13-year-old you and Disney. Tell me more. Well, I grew up in California in the United States, very close to Disneyland. And as a kid, we went out to Disneyland a lot. Um, I started dancing when I was eight years old. And when I was 13, I was hired by Disney to tour in a touring show that they had running throughout the United States. So I um, got to see the U.S. for the first time in my life at a very young age. And I worked for the House of Mouse. And um, I did that for uh, a number of years until I was 17. And Disney sent me to New York City to work uh, and dance for them at Radio City Music Hall. And it was then that I left Disney and uh, started working on Broadway. And so I have a a lot uh, in my own career and the beginnings of my career to thank Disney for. Um, They really were very generous to me. It was a great way to grow up. Uh, As I said, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about choreography, a lot about direction, a lot about um, family entertainment and what families really loved. Uh, and I think that still holds true today with families around the world. And um, so uh, it was really a fantastic way to start my career. How do you transform such an iconic story like Beauty and the Beast to the stage? Well, it, it's not easy. We uh, in, in the original production that came to, to uh, Australia some three decades ago, Uh, We started that production in Houston, Texas, as an out-of-town tryout prior to Broadway. And we had the the, uh, animated film that was so successful as our jumping-off place, but it only had six songs in it, so we had to expand the the, the animated film to create a full two-and-a-half-hour-long musical. 
Uh, we, uh, Linda Wolverton, uh, who wrote the animated film, came on and expanded her book. Uh, and, of course, we had the uh, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman music and lyrics from the animated film. And we brought on Tim Rice to work with Alan to create additional songs. And we went out of town. We um, uh, changed the musical every day. We would we would put in new musical numbers during the day. We'd, we'd perform them for an audience at night. And we'd listen to the audience response and gather from that. And then the next day, we'd change and put in new songs. Tim and, uh, Tim and Alan were writing new songs every night, overnight. They'd hand me the new song in the morning. I'd teach it to the cast during the afternoon. And at night, we'd perform it. And it's a crazy way to work, but you would uh, you'd get you'd you'd get an audience response, and you'd listen to the audience, and you'd learn from it. And we did that. Uh, we were in Houston, Texas, about two months, about eight weeks, and um, then we took some time off, a matter of uh, six to eight weeks, I think it was, and we worked on the show again, and um, took the ideas that were successful in Houston, Texas, and expanded them. Then we went back into rehearsal for six weeks, and we opened on Broadway April 18th of 1994. Wow, that is quite a story. So by doing, by going through that process, you're able to be driven in some ways by the audience to, to make the best show, right? Well, the part of, part of, for me, a huge part of this is the audience. I love waiting in the um, in the lobby as the audience enters because I like watching the young patrons come in. They're so excited. They have such anticipation of what they're going to see. And then I like standing at the back of the house and watching the audience watch the show because you're, you're in a space with some 2,000 people and you get to take them on this magical journey and you, you can hear a pin drop at times and then you also have 2,000 people roaring with laughter and, and applause. It's, it's such a fantastic journey for me to watch the work and watch people enjoying the work. And just recently, I was at a performance, and there was a very quiet moment at the top of the show when the Beast meets Belle. And, you know, at the, at the beginning of the show, the Beast is not in a very good mood. And he meets Belle, and he grabs her by the arm, and way up high in the balcony... A young boy's voice yelled at, don't hurt her. <laughs> and the audience fell apart, just fell apart. But, you know, in that moment, I know that I did the job. I know that that little boy was so involved in the storytelling that that's when you know that you've done the work and you've done the job. And um, it's so great. I, I treasure those moments. What's your favorite moment from the show? Uh, I get in trouble with this question yeah, of uh, because people get angry with yeah. me because I my I, I would say my my favorite experience with the show is the one I just said watching the audience and 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 seeing children lean forward at the quiet moments and when children do talk they're asking their parents why is the beast bad you know why is Belle sad why you know well, how did they do that they're asking about the show. So that that is my favorite experience. The show um, as a whole, we've been able to reinvent this production in uh, with the with the the dances. All the musical numbers are 
are bigger and brighter, and and Be Our Guest is a 10-minute long tap extravaganza. And so I am very proud of being able to go back into my original work and rethink it with all new dance music by the incomparable David Chase. And so those moments are thrilling for me. But then as director of the show, the quiet moments, again, the moments that bring a tear to the eye. When I look across at the audience and I see them tearing up during Beauty and the Beast, again, you know you've brought them on a journey. And that's, that's everything to me. That's, that's the storytelling that's taking, you know, one of Disney's most memorable um, uh, stories of all time and bringing it to life in a, in a great way. So I'm very proud of those moments. Everywhere it's performed, is it a bit different? I hope so. It's a bit different because uh, the casts, the different casts bring their own take on it. And that's what I want. It's a living, breathing piece of art. And if you want to go to a museum and see still art, that's one thing. If you want to go to a movie, that's another. But theater is living and breathing. And you want it, you want these incredible actors, like the actors we have here in Brisbane. I mean, astounding. And you want them to bring their own take to it. You want them to bring their own their own breath of life into these characters. So yeah, it it continues to grow and morph and change and live and breathe some 30 years after the original. And, and because we can reinvent it and we can change things like uh, the technology now uh, today. Is, I was going to take is, you to technology. Were how you? much do you? Yeah, because well, it's look, interesting. I beat you to it. <laughs> Tell me, how do you use it in the show? Uh, technology is so, uh, so advanced over the 30 years, uh, of course. And so now we can take scenery and move from one place to another by flying the scenery in front of the audience's eyes and and taking them and morphing the castle from one from one space to another right before your eyes. So in in a way, it's very cinematic. Um, and uh, technology is uh, the 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 pieces of machinery that operate the scenery are smaller now, so you can have more of it. Um, also, we've we've reinvented it in clothing because now. Th- the the fabrics that you're offered now are so varied and intense. It's intense. Making up our minds is the hardest part because you have so much to choose from and the textures and the colors. So I, the the show looks more vibrant than ever, and um, in the in the wigs in the clothing, um, Linda went back into her book and retooled it. Uh, uh, one spoiler alert: Belle doesn't wear an apron anymore. So we've we've updated the the look of everything uh, to be a bit more modern by today's standards. And so it's been it's been an incredible journey for me and uh, uh, to see the work change and be able to change in those ways. It's been lovely to speak to you, Matt. Thanks for coming in. Well, thank you so much. That's Matt West, the director and choreographer of Beauty and the Beast, which is now showing in Brisbane and will open in Melbourne in June. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.